And a very pleasant good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to Kinder Morgan Field here near the campus of Mount St. Joseph University, right on River Road here in Cincinnati, Ohio. I'm Dave Mitchell. It is a gorgeous day here this afternoon for the first home game of the Mount St. Joseph women's softball team coming home after an eight-game trek into Alabama to play their preseason schedule, and today they will open up the home portion of their season against the Alma Scots, and the Scots opened up their season yesterday over in Franklin, Indiana, against the Grizz, where they split a doubleheader by final scores. They lost the first game 10-3, to but they won the second game 7-3 to behind Emma Frazier, uh, who picked up their first win of the season. So this will be just their third game of the year as they run through Indiana and Ohio on their way back into Alma, Michigan, and I'm sure they have given Greyhound quite the business uh, riding back and forth over the past couple of days. I know they spent the night last night in Franklin. As far as the Mount St. Joseph Lions are concerned, well, they come in with a record after that trek into Alabama with a record of 4-4. Four and four. We Good said this will be their first home game of the year. It's going to be a new for today's doubleheader featuring our celebration here this afternoon. There's new turf on the field and we're going to be having a pregame ceremony here with Dr. James Williams, the president of the Mount St. Joseph University and the CFO, Jeff Briggs. And they're going to be throwing out the first first pitch so let's join Blake Watson sports information director for today's ceremony today is a very special day in MSA softball history as we play our first game on our newly renovated field over the past year and a half both Dr. Williams and Mr. Briggs have played a major role in spearheading the outfield turf project construction began in January of 2020 with hopes to play our first game on the new field last spring. However, COVID-19 cut the season short, leading us to where we are today. The first official MSA softball game being played on our new turf outfield. As a program, we would like to truly thank these two individuals for their hard work, support, and trust in the continuous development of our program for our student athletes' best experience. Please join us in celebrating as Dr. Williams and Jeff Briggs cut the ribbon and throw out our ceremonial first pitches. And both Dr. Williams and Jeff Briggs, the CFO, have cut the ribbon. And now they will... Approach the pitcher's mound. Now, Dr. Mound. Williams and Jeff will throw out ceremonial first pitches to MSA catchers, B. Ivers, and Cam Siles. We saw Dr. Williams last night at the women's basketball game, the loss that ended the season for Dan Benjamin's Mount St. Joseph Lions against Hanover, 66-60. And hopefully we'll be talking with Dr. Williams and Jeff Briggs coming up during our broadcast this afternoon. We'll be bringing you the first game today. Dr. Williams throws the first one low and outside. (laughs) And Jeff Briggs 
There's a strike. A little bit high, but it was a strike. So we are getting set to go for this one here this afternoon. The 4-4 four four Mount St. Joseph we'll Lions taking on the Alma Scots. And that will be coming up here in just a couple of minutes. When we come back, we'll take a look at the starting lineups for this afternoon's ball game and get this one underway from Kinder Morgan Field on River Road in Cincinnati when we come back after this. This is the story of a boy who didn't talk for a long time. The boy liked things to always be the same. Any changes would scare and upset him. The unknown was an unfriendly place. The boy was very sensitive to lights and sounds. So he built secret hiding places where they couldn't get in. The boy didn't like looking people in the eye. He wasn't trying to be mean, it just made him feel uncomfortable. Sometimes he would flap his arms again and again. One day I found out I have something called autism. My family got me help. Slowly I found my voice and learned all the ways I could live with it better. Early intervention can make a lifetime of difference. Learn the signs at autismspeaks.org. St. Joseph, we're on a mission to make sure every single student succeeds in their career. In fact, 98% of our undergraduates are working in their field within six months of graduation. Discover the mount at msj.edu slash admission. Well, back here at Kinder Morgan Field, let's take a look at the batting orders. I think I heard where the starting pitcher this afternoon for the Lions has been switched up. I believe they said that they were going to go with Gracie Smith at pitcher this afternoon, but we'll check on that. Right now, the starting pitcher is slated to be for the Lions, Sarah Miller. So let's take a look at the starting lineup for this afternoon's ball game. First of all, for the Alma Scots, the visiting team on the scoreboard, they will start at first base, leading off Emma Frazier. Frazier hitting 333 on the season. She's number 19 a sophomore. Matter of fact, their head coach, Denny Griffin, in his 33rd year, he is starting all sophomores, juniors, except for one, and that is the senior, Hannah Combe, who or Camby, excuse me, who will be batting in the ninth position. Hannah Fleming will be batting second. She's number 27, a junior, playing third base, hitting 250 coming in after the first two games of the year. Hayden Terwilliger is the shortstop, batting 375. She leads the team in hitting. She's number 24, got a couple of ribbies. She is a junior. Chloe Deckrow will be behind the plate this afternoon, batting 143, number 20, a junior. Batting fifth is Hannah Falazil, and Falazil is batting 280. She is a junior. Haley Ulrich will be the starting pitcher this afternoon, by the way. Anglesey Coots, number four, or number 14, excuse me, will be at second base. She's batting 429 on the year. Hannah Solomon will be in left field, batting 333. She's number 33 and a sophomore. Taylor Griffin will be in right field, batting 250, number 28, another sophomore. And the only senior is is Hannah Camby. She is in center field batting a 1,000. She is two for two on the year, and she is number 25 a senior. So it's Frazier, Fleming, and Turwilliger, the top three in the batting order. Decro, Falazal, and Ulrich, the bottom, the middle three, and Solomon, Griffin, and Camby will be the bottom three for Alma. When we come back, we will give you the starting lineups for Mount St. Joseph, but let's pause right now for our national anthem. Now rise, remove your hats as we honor our nation with the playing of our national anthem. 
And it will be Sarah Miller who will start this afternoon's ball game. Miller, after the trip down into Alabama, as she came on this year with a one and one record. Miller in five appearances, two starts with a 4.70 ERA, a 1.16 whip. She's in 22 and a third innings pitched. She's given up 15 hits, 16 runs, 15 of them earned. 13 strikeouts. She's walked 11. She's given up two homers, a triple, and a double this season. She is a right-hander. Sarah, senior out of Fishers, Indiana, St. Theodore Guerin High School. And as I said, she is the starting pitcher for this afternoon's Mount St. Joseph Lions game. First home game of the year. They come in with a record of 4-4. Four and four. And their batting order will go like this. Aaliyah Tucker will be leading it off and playing shortstop today. She's 8 of 10 in stolen bases during that trip down into Alabama with a home run. She's batting 310 on the season. Brooke Otto will be in left field this afternoon batting 321. She is at second base with a homer. Elizabeth Ivers will be behind the plate. She is batting 333, number 18, with a couple of home runs to her credit. Then comes Sarah Miller batting cleanup. Gracie Woodyard will be in center field. She is batting 300. Excuse me, she will be in, uh, yes, center field. Rachel Gabbard is at first base this afternoon. Then comes Casey Fincham at third. Mahia Hodge will be at second. And Allie Lang will be in right field here this afternoon. Lions in their dark blue uniforms with even darker blue numerals and white trim here today. Joining us alongside for the first couple innings will be Blake Watson. Blake, just a gorgeous day. Yeah, absolutely, Dave. It's a little bit chilly down here in the wind, but overall, I don't think for March 7th you could ask for better weather for a softball game. Absolutely not. So defensively for the Lions here this afternoon, they will have Otto in left, Woodyard in center, Lang in right, Fincham at third, Tucker at short, Hodge at second, Gabbard at first, Ivers behind the plate, and Sarah Miller set to take on Emma Frazier, the sophomore, batting 333 on the year, number 19. She's a left-handed hitter. Playing in close at third is Fincham, the freshman. And the first pitch of the afternoon by Miller is taken outside for a ball. 49 degrees, the temperature here this afternoon. It, it feels every bit of 65, but uh, it, you look right now, the big thing here is Sarah's command has got to be on today. She struggled a little bit with it so far this season. And that pitch is taken high and outside for a ball. At times, she's absolutely dominant on the mound for the Lions, um, but she's, she's had a little bit of trouble being you know, out of the zone early this year, hitting batters and walking people. I think it's fine. I think she'll get it get it under control here quickly. And a 2-0 pitch to the plate. Up high, ball three. And she struggled a little bit in warm-ups, too. Um, so hopefully hopefully she can get dialed in pretty quickly. Well, the turf looks good. It was, well, if you look around the outfield. It was a heck of an undertaking to get that done last year. 3-0 pitch to Frazier, the leadoff hitter. And that is a strike at the belt over the heart of the plate, 3-1. And put yourself in those tough 3-0 counts, though. you got to come with those belt-high fastballs. It's going to be tough to, to, to live that way. She's going to have to be competitive on the first and second pitch of at bat. Frazier up in the front part of the batting 
box, and she grounds at the first base, grabbed by Gabbard on the backhand, steps on the bag for the first out of the ballgame. I was hit pretty hard, pulled right at the first baseman, uh, Gabbard. She's actually playing more because she's a better, a little bit better defensive first baseman than our other options, so it's nice to see her make a play early in the game. Hannah Fleming, the third baseman, hitting 250 on the year, the junior, right-handed batter, steps in with one down here in the top of the first inning. As Fleming winds it up, and the pitch is high and outside for a ball. You, you saw in that first at bat what how good Sarah can be when she's in the zone. You know, 3-0, and then two pitches in the zone that were really difficult to hit and got the out. So it's got to be better on, on first pitch and second pitch. Wind blowing straight out towards center field. The 1-0 is at the knees for a called strike. Looks like a little change up there, maybe a, maybe a screwball. Um, it definitely had some movement back into the right-handed batter. I know you told me to be careful, but we've got a problem with the home plate umpire already. He's in between me and the pitcher. <laughs> and the 1-1, that pitch is swung on and fouled straight back and out of play. And the count goes 1-2. and two. They're, they're exactly what I'm talking about earlier. She's competitive early in counts. Um, you know, pitch count isn't as big of a thing in softball as it is in baseball. But you still don't want your, your pitcher out there exerting herself for, you know, pitches that aren't capable of getting out. So... This is a much better bat so far for Sarah. And the one-two pitch to the plate. Swung on and missed on a high inside heater. And there you go. You're, you're, you're good in, in the first couple of pitches. You can expand the zone and make that, that high heat a tough, impossible pitch to hit. Really good. Hayden Terwilliger, Terwilliger will be the batter. Terwilliger, a right-handed hitter. Shortstop, batting 375. I said in the starting lineup she's their leading hitter. I was wrong. They're leading hitters. Actually, Angela Kuntz, the second baseman, and that pitch is over the outside corner for a called strike. That's much more of the Sarah we're used to seeing. I, I don't know if that was a slider or a curve, but it had some movement to it, breaking away from the right-hander. And again, breaking ball, first pitch, and, and first strike, that's big. Two down, 0-1 the count, and that's a strike at the knees again. Uh, oh, that was just a little bit low. Yeah, it was down just a touch. The bottom half of the zone in softball is really tough to hit sometimes and get the call uh, often. So one and one the count to Terwilliger. On deck is Deckrow, and that pitch is a little bit high. Yeah, that was a changeup. It looked like she held it for just a split second too long. It was a touch high. Two balls, one strike to count. Boy, the wind is really swirling now. The flag out in center field blowing out towards right. And the 2-1 pitch, the plate swung on a grounded foul near the mount dug out on the left-hand side. And the count evens itself up at 2-2. Two and two. Getting windy here as you can hear it. Yeah, there's not much we can do about that either to protect ourselves from this wind. Nope. Two balls, two strikes, the count two down. Here in the top half of the first inning. And the pitch to the plate up high around the shoulders. And the count now full at three and two. It's another change up or drop. Um, drop ball up in the zone. If she swings at that, it's almost unhittable. But she, there, she's not fishing early. So Rilliger's showing really good play discipline. Full count. With two down here in the first. Decro is on deck. And the three-two pitch to the plate. Swung on and grounded to third. Grab by Fincham. And she'll throw across in time. So one, two, three inning for Mount. 
against Alma here in the top half of the first inning. We go to the bottom half, and we've got no score. Social media has exploded over the years. The way we interact, receive news, and comment with everything has changed in this decade, and Twitter is where people usually discover what's happening. This is Dave Mitchell. With over 500 million tweets being sent each day, hundreds of millions of people are exploring links, articles, retweets, trends, and moments to find out what's new. Businesses strengthen their brands, friends promote themselves, and some just want more followers and likes. I just want to hear from you. Before, during, or after, send me your comments about the game to my Twitter, OHBBCohost. That's O-H-B-B-C-O-H-O-S-T. I hope to hear from you soon. That's OHBBCohost. Look around here. One in four kids in the U.S. faces hunger. It's not always easy to see the signs. But in this land of plenty, there are kids that don't know where they will get their next meal. Join Share Our Strength in Food Network and take the pledge to end childhood hunger here in America by 2015. Learn how at nokidhungry.org. Your next meal could come from you. Now back here at Kinder Morgan Field, near the campus of Mount St. Joseph University. I can't say it's right on the campus. Well, I mean, you don't think about it, but realistically, if you look right up there, you can see one of our buildings. That's the building right next to the Harrington Center. You can see the back of the new building. So as, as the crow flies, we're really close to the campus. You just can't, you know, get here straight down the hill. <laughs> um, but, yeah, it's it's a beautiful facility down here. We're really lucky to have it. Well, the first snafu in the rosters came just before this game. They've got number 36, who is the starting pitcher. That is Haley Ulrich for Alma. She is the starting pitcher, but they didn't have a 36. She's actually 32 on the roster, but she is 36 out on the field. So, here we go. No score, bottom of the first inning. Aliyah Tucker is the leadoff hitter. Shortstop batting 310, right-handed hitter. And she is the table setter, swung on and missed on a low and inside pitch. Aaliyah comes into the game, I think, nine or ten steals away from the all-time stolen bases record at the mount. Um, she's been a fantastic player in this her fourth year. Does not surprise me as fast as she is. And that pitch buttered out in front of the plate, but goes foul up the first base side. That's a really nice bond. It just bounced, bounced foul just barely. I thought for a second there it was going to kick left. Um, that's the difference between, you know, grass infield and t- all dirt infield with baseball and softball. Aaliyah, man, she's pound for pound, probably the best athlete on our campus. Um, you haven't really got to see it much, but wait till you get to see her throwing arm. She has an absolute howitzer on her right arm. 0-2 the count here in the top, or bottom half of the first inning. And the pitch is from Ulrich. Is swung on a miss, strike three. So Tucker, now hitting the left first field. out of the ball game. That brings up Brooke Otto, the left fielder, batting 323. Otto, number four, right-handed hitter. On deck, Elizabeth Ivers, the catcher, one down. We haven't had any base runners in this ball game as of yet. And Ulrich's pitch is a called ball just above the belt. What don't know the count. Uh, Ulrich's definitely got some velo here. Um, she's throwing pretty hard. We're used to seeing Cam and Sarah throw really hard. She's right there with them. And the pitch to the plate. That is a called strike over the outside corner. She took a little bit off of that one. I'm going to count one and one. This is just the third game for Alma coming into this one. Like we said, their roster is laden with sophomores and freshmen, and that's a called ball just off the outside corner. Two and one the count. 
I didn't miss by much, Dave. That was pretty tight there to the outside corner. The Mount Baseball team is playing this afternoon. It's against Bluffton up yeah. in Mason. Yeah, they uh, Presco Park. And that pitch swung on and missed. And now it's two and two. I don't had a good cut on that one, but just couldn't catch up with the fastball. Brooks, another one of our very good seniors. Um, she she could have a big impact on today's game. She's up in the front of the batter's box. Most of the girls you will see in softball, they get up into the front of the batter's box. And the 2-2 pitch to the plate swung on and line foul down the right field line into the bullpen. They, they do that because they want to try to catch it before that late break. Um, softball, much more than baseball, especially with as close as they are, it's hard to get at the break in the early portion of, of the of the pitch. So a lot of it is late movement. And if you can get up there early and catch it before that, you're in good shape. And that pitch swung on and grounded to third. Fleming picks it up after bobbling it, but gets it over to first base in time for the out. So there are two down here in the first inning. That was another good, that was a good pick by the first baseman, too. I mean, third baseman made a really good play, but the first baseman went down and got that. It was not a great throw down in the dirt. And got B. Ivers coming up here. This is the next in a long line of outstanding catchers that have played here under Beth and Didi. And the last three of them have been unbelievable. Now, as we say that they stand up in the front of the batter's box, Ivers is deep in the box, and that's a called strike over the outside corner. And a change-up to start her off there. Um, you're not looking change-up very often on first pitch. Ivers, two home runs on that Alabama trip, hitting three twenty-three. She hit those home runs in the same game. And the 0-1 pitch from Ulrich. That's a pitch upstairs. One and one the count. Yes, yeah, Ulrich's definitely. I know I've said this already once, but her velocity is pretty pretty powerful, um, especially when you throw a first pitch changeup for a strike. She has got a good one. She is out of Elk River, Minnesota, and she is a junior, five feet eleven. That's a called strike over the outside corner again. Good fastball. One and two. Yeah, that fast, but it was a fastball and it had some life on it late. Um, that's that late motion, late movement I was telling you about. It, that would have been a really tough pitch to slant, uh, hit, even if she offered. So Ulrich, a pitch away from retiring the side, one, two, three. Rocks into the motion, and the one, two, that's a curveball off the outside corner. Count evens up, two, two. Sarah Miller is on deck for the Lions. Boy, a good crowd here this afternoon. Even got some people over the left field bleachers sitting up on the hill. And the 2-2 pitch. That pitch swung on and grounded past the mound. Coming in the shortstop to Williger. Throws across in time for the out. So a perfect first inning for both clubs. As we head to the second, we've got no score. Looking for future leaders we can trust and believe in? Look no further than the high school student-athletes right here in Ohio. High school sports teach young people how to be effective leaders. It begins by making their grades and being on time for practice. It includes learning to listen, following directions, accepting responsibility, being a good role model. And it's about respect for officials, opponents, the rules, and each other. The result? It transcends sports. It gives us hope for the future. 
high school sports. There's so much more than just a game. This message presented by the Ohio High School Athletic Association and the Ohio Interscholastic Athletic Administrators Association. Dave Mitchell, Blake Watson back here at Kinder Morgan Field. No score after the first inning. Both teams went 1-2-3. Decro will be the leadoff hitter for Alma here in the top of the second inning. Then comes Falchuk and Ulrich, the pitcher. Sarah Miller did an outstanding job in the first inning. Picked up a strikeout and a couple of ground outs. Decro, the catcher, hitting 143 on the season, a junior. Now hitting the catcher, number 20. Decro out of Granville, Michigan. She is one of those youngsters, a junior, 5'9. Bats right handed, gets up almost right next to the plate. And Miller looking to rock into the motion. Gets the sign from Ivers and then. Moves into the motion, and the first pitch of the inning is inside for a ball. Oh, the call to the strike inside corner. So Decro takes a called strike. 0-1 the count. Miller looks over to... into the dugout to get the sign and then looks at her wristband which gives her the sign and the associated pitch and that pitch is off the outside corner for a ball. One ball, one strike to count. Miller with the wind blowing straight out to center field. She'll rock into the motion and number three with a pitch. That is a called strike at the D's. Nice pitch on a sinker. And the count goes one and two to the leadoff batter here in the second inning. No score here from Kinder Morgan Field. Haven't had a base runner as of yet through the first inning. Miller and the one-two swung on and fouled straight back and out of play over the top of us. And the count stays one and two. I didn't bring my glove today, so if that thing comes down here, I'm running for cover. <laughs> it's one thing I don't pack in my bag. One and two to count. Miller, the pitch to the plate. That pitch bounces in front of the plate, and Ivers goes down to the knees to keep it from going anywhere. Count evens up 2-2. Fincham playing even with the bag now at third. So is Gabbard at first base. Hodge is back on the outfield grass, and the 2-2, that pitch swung on, lined out to center field. Woodyard comes in and grabs it for the first out of the inning. So Decro flies out to right field. That's four in a row, retired by Miller. Hannah Falechik comes up to the plate now. Falechik hitting 280 on the season. She is number 15, a junior. And she came to Alma from Manhattan, Illinois, Providence Catholic High School, a 5'7 junior. Again, another one of these juniors that their head coach, Denny Griffin, in his 33rd year has brought in. And that pitch is off the inside corner for a ball. 
One and another count to Felicic. Ulrich is on deck. Miller, the 1-0. That pitch. Hitter. Got Felicic right on the elbow. And so the first base runner of the ball game is brought in via a hit batsman. So Felicic takes first base after being hit by the pitch. And that brings up Ulrich. Ulrich. Pitch running is number 25, Hannah Camby. And now Hannah Camby will be the pitch runner for Felicic. So Camby now is at first base. And she will be the runner. Camby was slated to be the starting center fielder. I'm not sure what happened there, but she is now the pinch runner at third base. Now hitting number 36, Haley Ulrich. So Ulrich will come up to the plate. And while we've got a break in the action, well, just hang on here a second. Now we don't, and we'll get to it here in a second. Can be the leadoff at first base, getting a getting off, and that is a pitch over the outside corner for a called strike. Owen won the count. Ulrich is the batter. Joining us now, Chris Morris. And Chris, thanks for joining us. Blake tried to slide it in, but what? What is? What, you're the husband of who? Uh, assistant coach Didi Morris. Okay, all right. Yes, now, sir. now we've got it. And that pitch is swung on a miss by Ulrich, and the count now goes 0-2. So, talk a little bit about Sarah Miller and what she brings to the mound and what she's brought to the mound over the past couple of years. Yeah, I mean, we'll just start off uh, leadership big, you know, coming in senior year, uh, obviously with the pandemic last year, um, didn't get her full se uh, junior year in, but there's one foul straight back and it's going to hit near the mound, Doug, I tell you, i got to bring my glove. <laughs> there you go, yeah, I was going to say, we nearly caught one here yeah. behind the home plate, but yeah, again, Sarah, toughness, leadership, uh, you know, just the kids look up to her. We're young. You look around here, uh, third, first, right, second, young kids, uh, but have done really good jobs. So Sarah's got to, you know, she had to be a leader quick and uh, coming off last year. So uh, good start for her today. So. And the 0-2 pitch is a ball just off the outside corner. Chris, talk first of all about Fincham at third base. The freshman won the job. Why did she, How did she win the job? Yeah, I mean, she uh, highly recruited in, uh, athletic, big, can hit the ball, can field the ball. She can move well left to right there at third. Good arm. Uh, we saw that early in the first uh, inning here. Made a play over there, a hard hit ball, solid throw over to first. So, One-two count to Ulrich, and that pitch is grounded wide of third and foul. So Camby will go back to first base, and the count stays one and two. And also Hodge, you brought up her from Fairfield, one of the local ones, and she comes in and takes over the second base position. Yeah, and if you follow Mount Softball, you're familiar with uh, Fairfield. Katie Tarter, great second baseman, had a great career here at the Mount. Uh, so Hodge came in, filling big shoes, but done a really good job here to start the year. Uh, had a big weekend uh, last weekend for us, and just getting comfortable at the plate, and obviously highly touted at the defensive end. Uh, so... Looking forward to what she can do going forward. Ulrich goes down swinging on that 1-2 pitch, a curveball down in the dirt. She went for it. That is the second strikeout of the ball game for Sarah Miller, and that will bring up Ainsley Counts. Counts is coming up to the plate, the right-handed batter. 
were the were you and the coaching staff happy with um, the trip down to Alabama and how things turned out, even with a four and four record? Yeah, I mean. Pitch. Just watching that pitch there, yeah. real quick. Uh, yeah, I mean, you open up, uh, you know, you open up with the number 18 team in the country. So uh, anytime you're starting young talent like that, and you open up with the number 18 team in the country, uh, you're just looking for uh, competitive games. If you can get in there and sneak one out, and we should have. Uh, if you look back, the first weekend we got walked off three of the first four games. So um, Camby goes the throw down to second base is high, and Camby slides in under the tag. Nice catch. By Aaliyah Tucker, the shortstop, coming over to cover the bag. Matter of fact, Aaliyah thinks she may have Tagger sliding in at second. Yeah, it was definitely a close play there. I, looks like they're going to stand with the uh, safe call. But just going back to the review of the first weekend at Alabama, like you said, you get walked off three of the four. That's tough. Uh, again, uh, Cam McCool comes from basketball the week before. She gets put in a tough spot there opening weekend, three games in a row there where she's got to close out some games for us. And just unfortunate. Uh, but they bounce back the next weekend. And, uh, you know, here we are sitting four and four and, and seeing what we can do it against a really good Alma team today. Can be at second base after the stolen base. That pitch is a called strike over the outside corner. And the count now moves to one and two to count. We'll talk with... Mount St. Joseph President Dr. James Williams coming up in the next half inning. One and two the count. So after that, everything was everything was fine as far as the Alabama trip because you guys turned around, line fouled on the left field line and out of play. Yeah, I mean the the second trip down there, we had a lot of the uh, the young kids stepped up. Like I said, Maya had a good weekend. Uh, Allie Lane came in and played some good right field for us. Um, so just getting games under their belt is going to be a big thing for those kids. Uh, but again. We're looking for that leadership in Tucker and, and Aaliyah and uh, even B behind the plate. She's a sophomore, but, uh, you know, we need that leadership behind the plate. So, And rocking into the motion is Miller. She's nice pitch. Called strike three. Very nice pitch there for uh, Sarah. Looked like she got her on a change up there at the end. So big strikeout. Good start for Sarah Miller early in the game here. That's her third strikeout. Talk a little bit during this half inning. We won't go to a break. We'll just keep it right here. About... Where you think this team is right now after the first eight games? Yeah, I mean, confidence-wise, uh, I thought the last weekend was really big for confidence. The first weekend was big. You go down there and you're competing against top 25 teams and basically have three of the four beat. They come back and walk off on you. Uh, you know, that takes a hit, but you come back, respond last weekend, get up to 500. Uh, and then, like I said, the schedule doesn't get easier from here. You're all regional opponents through the month of March. Uh, Alma, Case Western's coming in next weekend, hopefully, with the weather. Um, so, I mean, all brutal schedules start with, to be honest with you. Uh, all regional opponents, and uh, but that's what we want. That's where the program's going. And uh, you got to play that tough competition to get in, to get involved in the regional rankings later in the year. It's just good to be back out on the field, isn't it? I agree. Great setup. Uh, we had a good day today with the ribbon cutting. The field looks phenomenal. The outfield looks great. we got the new uh, retaining wall here behind home plate. So. Just really looking forward to the season and glad to be out here. Chris Morris, thanks for joining us. Yes, sir. Thank you. Appreciate it. Alrighty. Chris Morris joining us here in between innings. And next up, Sarah Miller is going to be leading it off for the mount here in the bottom of the second inning. No score. Gracie Woodyard will bat second. And then Rachel Gabbard will be the number three hitter here this afternoon in the second inning of play. As now stepping up to the plate, the president of Mount St. Joseph University, 
Dr. James Williams. Dr. Williams, thanks for joining us. I was hoping I could get you last night at the girls' game. I saw you sitting across there, but didn't get a chance to get your attention. Thanks for joining us here today. Oh, no, it's my pleasure. Thank you. Well, talk a little bit, if you can, about just the, the process of putting in this new turf in the outfield over the last year. Well, I'll tell you, we, we started planning on this a few years ago. We wanted to get it done, and we thought we could have it ready for last spring, and we did. Unfortunately, COVID stepped in and told us we'd have to put it off for a year, but it's okay. We're, we're just pleased that we're doing this now. And um, in terms of actually the process, uh, Jeff Briggs, who is our CFO, is really responsible for having done all this. So I kind of left it up to him, and he made sure with our maintenance folks and our building and grounds folks that this thing was done the way it ought to be done. So we're really pleased with the facility. It's a top-shelf facility for a top-shelf team. Absolutely. And the 2-1 pitch now to Sarah Miller. Swung on and missed on a low inside fastball. 2-2 two and two the count. Dr. Williams, I know you've probably been asked this question a thousand times, but I'm going to ask you now, how difficult has it been to cope with the last year with COVID? Well, it's been challenging. There's no doubt about it. But someone said a long while ago that the best thing is that you get folks around you who are committed to the mission and understand and care about folks, about the, hum the human humanity. And that's what happens with us. So we have been challenged, but we've all been up to the, up to the task because we all care about our students first, our, our faculty and staff. And so we've done everything we could to make sure that everybody's safe and that we are continuing to provide the quality education we've always provided. So while it's been challenging on the one hand, it's also been gratifying because we have been able to do what we need to do. Our students are still progressing. We're able to get graduation in in December, last May, and then December. And we have another good group coming up for graduation this May. So we're still doing what we're supposed to do. So, so, so again, we're, we're, we were challenged, but I think, again, we were equal to the challenge. When do you think everything will be back up to full speed? Well, we're certainly hopeful by the fall. We're thinking that with the vaccine going the way it is and folks getting the vaccinations done and uh, all the plans that we made to bring our faculty staff back to campus-based operations in an orderly fashion and then to make sure that our students are well protected. So we are planning for having everybody back on campus, face-to-face -face classes, but we're also planning at this point to make sure that we're still socially distanced, that we're wearing our face masks, because that's, in our way, I think it will be the worst case. But we're hopeful that everybody will be back on campus uh, beginning in the fall. Have you ever been through anything like this as Sarah <laughs> Miller goes down on a called strike three on the inside corner, one away? Absolutely not. Now hitting the no, there's there's, no, there's never been a challenge like this in higher education. I mean, this has just been one of those things, but it seems to be turning itself around nationwide now, and things are getting back to normal. Yes, yeah, I agree with that. And, and I think, you know, in higher education, we have shared best practices. We have supported and encouraged each other across the country. So I think, you know, we're making a turn, and everybody's going to be better off for it. One down after Sarah Miller struck out. That brings up Gracie Woodyard. Woodyard hitting 300 on the season, swings and misses at the first pitch. Dr. Williams, what's the next big project that you've got planned? And after all, you just put in the new building, now the field. What else do you have planned? Well, we have a couple of nice, nice plans in place. We, we have a student center on the drawing board, and we have a new, a new health sciences and business complex on the board. The question is, which one will we go to first? We also are thinking about a new baseball field for our baseball team. Um, 
we don't have a place to call our own for baseball. And our baseball team, you know, desperately needs a facility. So that's also kind of lingering out there is maybe something that we can get done, you know, especially if we can do a partnership, we can get that done more quickly. But, but those are some of the projects that we have in place. Our Transformation 2025 is chock full of different facilities that we need to get done, uh, you know, over in, in an orderly fashion over the next five to ten years. Now, now hitting I, I hate to ask a stupid question, but I will. What is the Transformation 2025? Explain that. Well, that's our, that's our vision for where we need to be and where we're going. And we crafted this vision back in 2018, uh, looking, for, looking for a way for us to move forward the way we are to to make sure that we're as competitive as we need to be uh, for 2025 and beyond. And so all the and things the we've been doing, working second. on a lot of different things con con conjunctively to make no sure that no when 2025 rolls around, we are, you know, shooting, hitting on all cylinders, so to speak. So, so that's what our transformation 2025 is. That's our vision. After everything that's going on, are you happy with everything is right now? Absolutely. Absolutely we are. Great. Yeah. And, and, and we think we're going to be better off on the other side of this pandemic. You know, if you want to stick around for another half inning, I'll let you do the play-by-play. -play. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've never tried that before, but... <laughs> well, it'd be something to put in your resume, right? Yeah, exactly. If you'll help me, I'll do that, yes. <laughs> if you want to stick around, that's fine. Dr. Williams, now, with everything coming back to normal, when you look at the enrollment that you've had throughout the past couple of years, especially through COVID, has it been stagnant? Has it been up, down? Where has that been during this process? Well, we've had some mixed results with our enrollments over the last four years. We were up a couple of 15% to 14%, and then we were down a little, and then COVID hit us. It didn't hit us as badly as we thought it might, quite frankly, uh, but it still hit us, and so we're trying to recover from that. And right now, we're optimistic about the fall of 2021 because our numbers are, are ahead of where we were last year this time. So we feel pretty good about it. We've also made some changes, doing some different things. So we believe that the enrollments are going to head in the right direction. That's good. Now, what have you done to help encourage the enrollment around the city and around the area? Well, well, we have some new marketing pieces in place, and more billboards and radio ads. We, we just hired a new vice president for recruitment and admission, uh, and he's had, he has a proven track record. So he's set to start on next Monday, in fact. Okay. So, so we're pleased that he's going to join us and provide some some, uh, some strategic guidance for us, and uh, you know we feel fairly good about it. Now, what's his name and where is he from? His name is Dr. Christopher. I put you on the spot. I'm sorry. No, no, let's wait for the pitch. Okay. Christopher Powers. His, his, his name is Dr. Christopher Powers, and he has been in this region for a little while, but he's going to be joining us. He's, he's had a lot of experience across this region, and he's going to be joining us uh, on May uh, Monday the 15th. Not this Monday coming up, but Monday the 15th. Solomon, the leadoff hitter here in the top of the third inning, no score. She took the first pitch for a strike. That pitch low and outside for a ball. One and one the count. Solomon, then Griffin, then Camby will be the bottom three in the order. So how long have you been doing this? <laughs> you got an hour? <laughs> My resume, sir, is I started out, that pitch is grounded foul behind the plate. I started out doing this years and years ago, and... I left the industry because I wanted to make sure that I could watch my sons play yes. sports. Yes. I knew there was no way I could do a ball game with they were playing. I hear you. And ironically, my older son 
had never heard a game that I had done, heard a game and said, we've got to build the website and get you back doing games. Wow. And he built the website, and lo and behold, it brought me down here, and here we are doing these games, and it has been a fun three years. That's a swing and a miss. Yes. For the first out of the inning, so one down, and that'll bring up Taylor Griffin. Taylor Griffin. Griffin hitting 250, the right fielder. Now, this Alma squad is supposed to be a really good team. That's what I hear. I'm going to put you on the spot. Go ahead. You can call this batter. <laughs> okay. So we're ready for the first pitch. And it's and it's swung on and hit out to hit out to right center. And she's in with a double. I give you the play-by-play responsibility, and they get their first hit. Yeah, oh, no. <laughs> no, no, he did not say that. <laughs> he did not say that. <laughs> so Griffin gets the double. That's the first hit. Yeah, I'm going to no, hand this back to you. <laughs> I don't want to give him any more luck. So what other goals do you have for the university over the next few years? Well, again, we just want to make sure that we're living up to and achieving the mission of this university. We have we have been going, doing this for over 100 years now. Mm-hmm. And I talk about the Mount as being just outside. Just outside. <laughs> I, I talk about the Mount. Go ahead. I, I, yeah, I talk about the Mount as, as being you know, a really special place where we have special folks committed to the special mission and vision that we have. And, and so we just want to make sure that we continue to do the great job there. And that means we have to keep changing. We have to keep adapting to the world as it changes around us. That means, for example, we know we're going to be doing you know, much more uh, with the technologies as, as time moves on. One thing that the pandemic has taught us is that we can be successful. We can be productive even with the technology. Not everybody has to be looking right in front of us. Swung on and grounded a second, picked up and thrown to first in time, but that will advance the runner, Griffin, over to third. So there are two down now, and it brings up Hannah Fleming. That was Frazier that grounded out to second, so two down. Dr. Williams, I want to appreciate appreciate all of your time and your efforts and appreciate (laughs) you allowing us to broadcast these games. It has been a fun three years. Well, thank you so much. We appreciate your expertise. Thank you for for sharing it with our our young ladies here. Thank you very much, Dr. Williams. Take care. Take care. You too. So now as we get back to the play-by-play here this afternoon, thank you, sir, here today. And it is an 0-1 count as Fleming took that one over the inside corner. Taylor at third, playing in at third, is the third baseman, Fincham. And the 0-1 called strike, and now the count moves to 0-2. No score here in the third inning, but that double to Taylor out to right center field has given Alma the first scoring opportunity of the ball game. Miller rocks into the motion, and the 0-2 pitch to the plate is just off the outside corner. On the count now, one and two. Terwilliger is on deck. She is their second leading hitter. Picked up a couple of RBIs over the weekend at Franklin. And the one-two swung on and fouled straight back over the press box and out of play. And the count now, one and two stays that way with Taylor at third. 
Fincham playing even with the bag with two strikes. Gabbard even with the bag at first. Denny Griffin, the head coach of 33 years, wanted the umpire to recheck the count. It is one and two, and that pitch swung on it. Lined out into left field, and off the glancing glove of Otto, the runner, Tyler, will come home and score. And going into second base with a double is Hannah Fleming, and Alma has taken an early one to nothing lead. On doubles here in the third inning. So here in the third, Alma breaks through first. They lead it one to nothing, and that brings up Hayden Terwilliger. Terwilliger, the shortstop, had two RBIs against Franklin over the weekend. Two down, still here in the first inning, and leading it off at second base is Fleming. Miller rocks into the motion, and the pitch, that pitch is down low, but a nice stop by Ivers moving to her left. 1-0 the count. Decro is on deck. So Taylor with a double to right center. Fleming with a double to left field just off the glove of Otto. And that gives Alma the 1-0 lead. And that pitch down low for a ball again. 2-0 the count. We'll be bringing you the first game here this afternoon. These two teams will play again in the second game of the doubleheader beginning at about 40. And the 2-0 pitch to the plate, swung on and grounded wide a third and into left field for a base hit. Otto comes in and grabs it, gets it in quickly, and holding at third is Fleming. But on at first base is Terwilliger with the single. So runners now at first and third, and that will bring up to the plate Chloe Decro. Decro flied out to right field her first time up. Still two down. Now hitting this Third inning of play, top of the third. It's one nothing Alma. Fleming is at third, and at first base is Terwilliger, and we'll see what she decides to do at first base. Stepping into the plate is Decro, the right-handed hitter, 0 for 1 in the afternoon, and the pitch is swung up and taken up high for a ball. 1-0 the count. Holding at first was Terwilliger. And the 1-0 pitch from Miller. That pitch swung on and grounded it short. Right back to the mound. It'll be cut off by Miller. Throws the first in time. And that will end the threat for Alma here in the first inning of play. But in the inning, they get one run on two hits. No errors for the mound. And Alma leaves two runners on plate on base. Your score as we head to the bottom of the third inning from Kinder Morgan Field. It's Alma. One. Mount St. Joseph. Nothing. Every day is a great day at the Wishbone Tavern in the Delhi Plaza. The Wishbone Tavern still serves the best wings and burgers in town, but now they offer brunch on Saturday and Sunday starting at 10 a.m. And for your next event, use the Wishbone Tavern's party room, capable of holding up to 60 people. Contact Nicole for a reservation. With a menu full of fresh ingredients, hand-breaded appetizers, and a relaxed family-type atmosphere, your good time will begin when you walk in the door. The Wishbone Tavern in the Delhi Plaza, a proud member of the community. Open Monday through Friday at 11, Saturday and Sunday at 10. 
Dayton Children's cares about the health of your children. Hi, I'm Kirk Herbstreit. Growing up in Centerville, my parents taught me the importance of being healthy, and now I'm teaching my kids. Childhood obesity is on the rise, but there are small steps that we could take to fight it. Turn off video games and go outside, ride bikes, go to the park, or learn a new dance. Parents, once we get moving, our kids will follow. Get moving! Dayton Children's, experts you trust, caring for the children you love. Casey Fincham Casey will lead it off here in the bottom of the third inning. It's the bottom three in the batting order. Fincham, Hodge, and Lang for the Lions. Six up, six down so far in this ball game. Ulrich struck out the side or struck out two of the three batters in the last inning, and she throws that one over the outside corner. She has had pinpoint control here this afternoon. 0-1 the count. Ulrich into the motion, and the 0-1 pitch swung on it. Grinder right back to the mound, off the glove of Ulrich, but she picks it up to the right of her, throws to first in time. So Fincham grounds out to first to the pitcher. Now and Hodge. The second baseman, number 16, Maya Hodge. So Hodge is up to the plate now. Hodge hitting 235 on the season. That pitch is up high for a ball. Want to know the count? And joining us again is Chris Morris. And that pitch is taken inside for a ball. Two and one the count. Chris Ulrich has really got some pinpoint control here this afternoon. Yeah, she's throwing well here in the first uh, two and one-thirds inning. Uh, obviously getting ahead of the count, obviously a little bit behind right here, but getting ahead of the count, uh, making it difficult. Look, good velocity on her, photo, or on, her, on her pitches, good location on her pitches. So uh, hopefully the mount can get the bats going here, here in the bottom of the third and moving forward. That was a called strike. Ulrich got it at the knees in the 2-1 pitch. That pitch is grounded to first base, wider first base, bounced over the glove of Frazier and out of play. And the count now goes to 2-2. Two two. Hodge hitting 235 on the year. We talked about her the last time you stepped in from Fairfield. Yeah, coming off a good weekend. Uh, like I said, she was really good at the plate last weekend, so uh, here we are in a competitive account, 2-2 here again, so... One away, and the 2-2 pitch is taken, bounced in front of the plate, and the count now moves full 3-2. and two. How difficult is it, Chris, to move from high school to college? What do you find the most, the biggest difficulty it is for kids? I think the speed of the game. Uh, that pitch swung on it, grounded to third, coming in. Fleming grabs it in front of the bag, throw across in time, and they're two away. Yeah, good play there by the third baseman for Alma. Got it out of her glove quick. Maya's got some speed, so definitely had a clean play, get it out. Uh, But going back to your question, uh, I think the speed of the game, uh, obviously when you look around, uh, kids are more athletic, faster paced. Pitching velocity is obviously up pretty much every game. Um, So it's just a huge jump as far as the pace of the game. Lang hitting 182, and she's one of those hitters that runs up in the batter's box, batting left-handed, swung on and missed, and it's 0-1. 
Yeah, laying a slap hitter, just trying to put a ball in play, use your speed to get down to first here. Ulrich into the wind, and the 0-1 pitch is taken down low for a ball. One and one the count. Lang, the, the right fielder here this afternoon. She's a sophomore out of Martinsville High School in Indiana. And the 1-1 pitch to her swung on and fouled back over the mount, dug out on the left-hand side. Out of play, and the count now 1-2. and two. Leadoff hitter Aaliyah Tucker is on deck. If Lang can keep the inning alive with two down, and that pitch swung on it, grounded wide at third, picked up by the shortstop for Williger, throw across and out in time. And there's a play right there that I was talking about earlier in the at-bat. Just put a ball in play, use your speed. He was hit deep in the hole. The shortstop made a good play. Uh, Lang's speed just was able to beat that throw out there. So hopefully we got a runner on here with Aaliyah coming up. That's the first hit of the ball game for the Lions here in the third inning. Eight had come up, eight had gone down. Lang, the number nine hitter, got the first hit, and now that brings up Aaliyah Tucker, who struck out her first time up to lead off the game. And let's see what Lang has ready to go at first base. And the first pitch, she gets a leadoff, and the first pitch is taken for a called strike by Tucker. Lang held it first. 0 and 1 the count. Two down here in the first. Lang at first. And the pitch is grounded to second. Coming in the second baseman. Count. Throws to first. And it is in time, but just barely, to get Aaliyah Tucker at first base. So the Lions get their first hit of the ball game, but they cannot bring it across. Your score as we head to the fourth. It's now on the one and mount nothing. Life should be enjoyed. So get up and start. At Iron Sharpens Iron Personal Training, they develop a healthy relationship with you and provide a positive, encouraging environment to train. The staff at Iron Sharpens Iron will set up a personal training system that fits you and you alone. And your first session is free. Are you ready to have fun and get in shape? Iron Sharpens Iron serves the greater Cincinnati area. Check them out at isi-pt.com. That's isi-pt.com. Or call them today at 513-748-1538. Now on the Mount St. Joseph campus, it's the Roar Store. Located in the Harrington Center, the Roar Store is designed to meet the needs of our students, whether it's spirit wear, gifts, or snacks. But the Roar Store is more. They offer everything from notebooks to laundry detergent, even brake fluid and tire repair, plus a wide range of food and drink. And it's just a walk away. It's not just a bookstore. It's an everything store. The Roar Store in the Harrington Center on the campus of Mount St. Joseph University. Back here at Kinder Morgan Field, I'm Dave Mitchell with Chris Morris. We head to the fourth. Alma up one to nothing after they broke through in the top half of the third inning. Lions got their first hit of the inning, but Tucker was thrown out to end the inning, and that's why the Lions are down by that one to nothing score. Now hitting number 15, Hannah Felchick, Hannah hitting two eighty six, stepping up to the plate. Felchick was hit by a pitch her first time up. Sarah Miller toiling into her fourth inning of play. To the leadoff hitter, 
Fincham plays even with the bag, and that pitch is over the outside corner for a called strike. Ulrich is on deck. Counts. Is in the hole. This is the tough part of the batting order for Alma, according to their batting averages. And that pitch is taken over the inside corner for a called strike, too. Yes, they're working ahead here, 0-2. Um, so, got a couple pitches to waste here. Hopefully, we don't leave anything over the plate. Got ahead in the count, so see what we work with here. And the 0-2 pitch to the plate. That pitch is down low for a ball. Yeah. Chris, how much how much does pitch count matter in softball? Oh, it does. Early in the year, it does. Uh, coming off, especially a year like last year, you get minimum games in. You get a long year off for the girls. Um, so the pitch count does play affected early in the year. Obviously, later in the year as you get conference play and, and going forward, uh, you don't have to watch it as much. Belichick fouls it back out of play. And the count stays at one and two. Yeah, you don't even take into consideration that there there was no season a year ago. Yeah, it's hard. You you, you have to kind of. It's hard to think. You know, you got a couple games in, but not much, and then you got a whole long uh, layoff there before they could even get back on campus to even get any work in. Uh, that pitch just off the outside corner, two and two, the count. Whether it be in the weight room or just throwing a softball. Obviously, the girls were doing stuff at home during the summer, COVID related. You know trying as much as they could with COVID, but I think, like you said, the pitch count early in the year is definitely something to keep an eye on, but as you go forward, you know, that kind of... Blachick pops it up near the mound. Tucker calling for it at short, grabs it for the first out of the inning. Yeah, solid start here for Sarah. Uh, you know, like I said, we're going here in the top of the fourth with one out. Really good start, solid start with her. Uh, Alma had two hard hit balls there in the third that created the run for him, but really good outing so far for Sarah. Yeah, she's gone three and a third, struck out four, hit one batter, hasn't walked anybody. One away, Haley Ulrich, who struck out her first time up in the second inning. Swings and misses on that. Looked like a curveball over the outside. Yeah, and you mentioned the uh, the walks. That's big because Sarah's coming in, uh, obviously struggling a little bit about um, hit by pitches and some walks. So that's a key focus for her going forward. So it's really good to see her get off to a good start today. Yeah, coming into this afternoon's ball game, she had 13 strikeouts and two walks. Line drive, nice grab by Hodge, moving to her right and grabbed it before it hit the dirt, and there are two away. Really good play there by Maya. Hard hit ball, second base, moving to her right, like you said. Really good play to get down on a knee and, and make that catch on a hard hit line drive. Put a star on that one. And that'll bring up to the plate. Counts. Counts on the afternoon is 0 for 1. She struck out her last time up. She came in hitting 430. And the pitch to the plate swung on and missed on a High inside fastball. Owen won the count. On deck is Solomon. Wind kicks up every once in a while. There went my score sheet. <laughs> and the 0-1 pitch. Squaring to bunt his counts, and she bunts it foul on the right side. And the count is now 0-2. And again, here's Sarah working ahead in the count, which is good for her. Uh, kind of opens up a little, couple different options here as pitch locations and pitches that we can go moving forward here. So again, really good at getting ahead with hitters today. So really good 
uh, outing right now for Sarah. Solomon on deck if counts can keep the inning alive. There's two down, two strikes, 0-2 the count. Miller into the wind, and the pitch swung on it, grounded wide a third and foul. And the count remains at 0-2. How much different is this field with the new turf? Brand, it looks brand new. Yeah. I mean, it makes a world of a difference. Uh, again, uh, the turf just, like I said, it makes a world of a difference. Again, uh, they put in the uh, concrete backstop in the off season as well. Uh, Coach Goderwitz and her husband and uh, the assistant, Didi, put in a lot of work over the summer and putting that in. Swung on, popped up into left field. Otto comes in near the line, and she'll grab it for the third out of the inning. So the Lions... Get out of the fourth inning of play with no runs, no hits, no errors, and nobody left. And your score at the end of three and a half. It's Alma 1 and the Mount. Nothing. What do I want? I want what every woman wants. I want to ride a dollar breakout before the Bank of China makes a move. I want actionable trade ideas, top-notch support. And by the way, since size does matter, I want to trade in a market that's bigger than the others. I want to trade the world. Trade your account today with Forex Bulls. Call 513-970-5531. Across divisions, sports, championships, and schools for nearly half a million student-athletes. College sports create lifelong opportunity, and that starts with education. We've raised the academic bar, so more are earning degrees, creating healthier campuses by working with the nation's brightest minds, and making sure more have the chance to succeed and are supported on their journey. But beyond the numbers, it's about opportunity, and we're working to provide it for every student-athlete. Back here at Kinder Morgan, where it is nothing, we head into the bottom of the fourth inning of play. The Lions have had just one hit in this ballgame. That was in the last inning. It was an infield single by Allie Lang. But they've got the two, three, and four hitters coming up here in this inning. Brooke Otto, Elizabeth Ivers, and Sarah Miller. Otto, grounded to third, her last time up. But Ulrich has really been on par here this afternoon. Ulrich rocks into the motion, and the first pitch of the bottom of the fourth is down low for a ball. One to nothing, Alma on top of it. Playing even with the bag, Fleming at third, and that pitch swung on and grounded to second. Coming in counts, grabs it, throws to first in time. So Otto grounds out to second base for the first out of the inning. And it brings up the catcher, Elizabeth Ivers. Ivers came in hitting 333 in the afternoon with a couple of homers. She grounded to short her last time up. The catcher, number 18. Be nice to see her get one on the sweet spot. Yeah, she had a big weekend in Alabama for us. Two home runs uh, and getting going a little bit. Like I said, she's still young. She's a sophomore, so she's got, what, 15, 20 games under her belt at the college level, so still getting used to the pitching. So I'm going to foul back against the backstop. But uh, definitely has power, uh, and we need that in this lineup. So uh, hopefully B can get something going here, and Mount can kind of establish a couple base hits here, a couple maybe even walks, and kind of rattle the pitcher here. She's got a solid outing going, and has looked really, really good. 0-1 the count. And the pitch to the plate swung on and grabbed. Fair down the foul. Wow. 
Looked like it went over the bag from here, but the third base umpire called it just foul. And the count will go to 0-2. So Ivers steps back in, down in the count, 0-2. Boy, that was close. Yeah, it looked good from here, like you said, but uh, obviously the ump gets the last call, so... That pitch swung on and popped the first base, but the second baseman will come over and Couts will take it near the first base bag for the second out of the inning. Now hitting the pitcher, number three. So that's Sarah the second out. Sarah Miller. Miller comes up to the plate for the mount. They are down on the scoreboard, one to nothing. Miller hitting 250 on the year, struck out her first time up. And the two-out pitch swung on and fouled back against the backstop, and it bounced off and hit the umpire in the back. You're not safe anywhere. <laughs> no, not here. Uh, obviously, uh, COVID protocol, we've got most of the fans down left field line here today, but a great showing from the Mount fans. Absolutely. Uh, really good. Obviously, sunny. 40, 45, 50 days, so really good showing by the Mount fans today. High and outside now to Miller, and she takes that pitch for a ball. One and one the count. And the 1-1 one, one swung on and grounded a second again. Counts picks it up. Counts retires the side all by herself. We go to the fifth inning of play. And it is still one nothing Alma on UltimateSportsTalk.com. Every day is a great day at the Wishbone Tavern in the Doha Plaza. The Wishbone Tavern still serves the best wings and burgers in town, but now they offer brunch on Saturday and Sunday starting at 10 a.m. And for your next event, use the Wishbone Tavern's party room, capable of holding up to 60 people. Contact Nicole for a reservation. With a menu full of fresh ingredients, hand-breaded appetizers, and a relaxed family-type atmosphere, your good time will begin when you walk in the door. The Wishbone Tavern in the Delhi Plaza, a proud member of the community. Open Monday through Friday at 11, Saturday and Sunday at 10. They say that great teams are built on teamwork, unity, and camaraderie. They say that great teams succeed when everyone's voice is heard, when everyone's included. Laugh together, build together. We lift each other up. They say it takes a lot of hard work to be a great team. So we say, let's get to it. Now Solomon will lead it off now for Alma as they lead it one to nothing. Solomon, Griffin, and Frazier, the eight, nine, and one batters for this Alma batting order. Chris, when the coaching staff looks to recruit, what are they looking at recruiting during the off season? Yeah, we're just really looking for good kids, good family. Uh, the Mount's a family here, so you're looking for kids that are going to come in and uh, obviously work hard and uh, really, you know, kind of join a family that you're going to really be a part of for four years. I mean, there's a lot of good things happening at the Mount right now. Obviously here at the softball with the field, but obviously the indoor facility is a huge upgrade for all athletics at the Mount. So uh, really just looking for good, 
hard-nosed kids, coming for good families, kids that want to get it done in the classroom but also want to get it done on the field as well. And the first pitch to Solomon is taken over the outside corner for a strike. Owen won the count. We are in the top of the fifth inning. It is nothing Alma. Solomon stands deep in the batter's box. And Miller swings, grounds to shortstop. Tucker picks it up and guns are out at first base. Boy, you talk about a gun at shortstop. That's what Tucker has. Oh, yeah, Elias, he's... She's got it all. She can move left or right. She's got a strong arm. She's got speed. She can get pretty much any ball on the left side. So, uh, again, like you said, strong arm. Nice play there up the middle to come up with that ball and fire it over to first. Taylor Griffin doubled and scored the only run of the ball game in the third inning of play. So she is one for one. And with one down, she steps to the plate. So on it. It's a liner, soft line drive to Tucker that she moves to her right and grabs it easily enough. And now there are two down on two pitches. Now with the plate, the That's probably what Miller needs right about now is Fraser just an easy inning. Yeah, we just need a quick inning here and then get, get the bats going for the mound. I mean, like we talked in the break, really good game. Both pitchers are throwing really good. Defensively, both teams have been pretty solid all the way around. Um, not too many hits to go by, but, uh, again, pitchers are doing their job right now. Fraser 0 for 2, pops it up near the mound, dug out. Coming over is Fincham, and she grabs it, and that will do it. Three pitches, three outs for Sarah Miller. And as we head to the bottom of the fifth inning, it is still Alma 1-0 over the Mount St. Joseph University Lions. Uh, hello. Uh, yes. Can I ask a few questions about the apartment on Park Street? What was your name? My name uh, My name is Juan Hernandez. It's been rented. Oh, it's gone. Hello, my name is Sanjay Kumar. I am calling about the apartment on Park Street. It's not available. Not available? Hello, my name is Tyrone Washington. I'm calling about the apartment on Park Street. Just been rented. Hello, I am Chen Ling. My name is Khalid Bin Ali. I'm Tuan Volk. Hello, my name is Moshe Goldberg. I use a wheelchair. It's gone. Not available. All right. Thank you. Yes, hello, my name is Graham Wellington. I'm calling about the apartment for rent on Park Street. Is that still available? Yes, it is. What oh, is? Yes. Really? Housing discrimination is illegal. If you think you've been a victim because of your race, color, national origin, sex, religion, disability, or family status, call us. Fair housing. It's not an option. It's the law. One to nothing, Alma on top of it as Ulrich has pitched a beauty here this afternoon for the Scots. Yeah, been outstanding. Oh, yeah, really good. I mean, like you said, command's been really good. Location's been good. The mount's been able to put a few balls in play, but it's been right at people. Uh, and we got to think, almost this is their third game of the year. Started out yesterday, obviously, at Franklin, split with them. Um, so, you know, they're just trying to get their feet wet and kind of get to know their team right now as well here in the third, third game of their season. Gracie Woodyard, Gabbard, and Fincham will be the order for the Lions here in this bottom of the fifth inning of play. Ulrich's first pitch of the inning is a called ball up high. One on the count. Looks like we're trying to get the uh, cameraman, cameraman off the field or out of the way. It put it, looks like he was down the right field uh, foul line. So it's one on the count. 
to Woodyard. And that pitch is down low for a ball, 2-0. and Woodyard struck out her first time up, so she is 0-for-1. Ulrich has faced just one over the minimum. Two balls, no strikes, hasn't walked anyone. And she has struck out two. That pitch is down low, 3-0. and if I'm not mistaken, and I've got to go back and look through this, I think this is the first 3-0 count she has had in the ballgame, and it is. So Woodyard, 3-0, takes that one at the belt for a called strike, and now it's 3-1. The obligatory take on 3-0. Oh, yeah, 3-0, take here, try to get a base runner here for the mount. Wind has died down here. At Kinder Morgan Field. And that pitch is taken upstairs for a ball. And first walk, second base runner of the ball game for the Lions. And that is Gracie Woodyard. And that brings up to the plate Rachel Gabbard. Gabbard hitting 222 on the year. She grounded right back to the mound her last time up. And now we're going to have a pinch runner for the mound. And that'll be Lauren Taylor, the sophomore out of Mercy McCauley High School here in Cincinnati. So Taylor is at first base. Taking the spot of Woodyard. Pitch running for the Lions is number 14, Lauren Taylor. And coming up to the plate now is Gabbard. As we said, there's nobody down. And let's see what the Mount decides to do here. Coming in and playing... In front of the bag is Fleming, and it's bounded right out in front of the plate, and it will just go foul. That would have been a nice sacrifice, but it just curved foul. Yeah, it just went down the right field line, uh, barely got out, but uh, looking to advance a runner here, looks like. Uh, maybe trying to do a sack bunt here. Try to move a runner to second, nobody out, one on. Well, you saw on that just the rotation that Alma's defense made on that bunt. Owen won the count. And squaring again, and that pitch is taken up high. Throw to first base, goes into right field. Taylor is going to be get head to second, and she's going to go in there, sliding in. Yeah, heads up base running there by Taylor. Uh, catcher tried to catch her off guard down by throwing down to first and threw it down into right field. Taylor with a heads up play to get to second with no out, and Gabbard up here with a 0-1. Well, what was that, a ball? They, they called that a... Strike. No, they called it a ball, so, so it's one and one the count. One and one count here. That's the first error of the ball game against either team. So Taylor is at second base, still nobody down, and that pitch swung on and missed. Boy, Ulrich reached back for something extra on that one. Oh yeah. Just looking for a ball to put in play here. Uh, advance a runner to third, no outs, like we said, just trying to look for a ball in play here to get a get a runner to third. One and two the count. That pitch swung on and missed strike three. Albrecht really amped up the speed on those two pitches. Yeah, really good by her to come back, especially after the throwing air to right, to get the runner to second, really to come back and get that strikeout. It's a really good mental toughness right there to get that out for Alma. So Fincham steps up to the plate, 0 for 1 this afternoon. Tying run is at second base with one down here in the bottom of the fifth. This is the Mount's first opportunity to score here this afternoon. And that pitch is a called strike at the knees. Fincham and then Hodge is on deck. 
So you've got two freshmen back-to-back in a key situation here for the Mount. Yeah, and then Lang's in the hole. So freshman, freshman, sophomore coming up for the Mount. So we'll see what the youngsters can do. That pitch is outside, 2-0. Check out 1-1. One one. Left fielder's playing really deep. Uh, looks like center's playing normal depth and right, but left looks to be a little deep from where we're sitting here. So a base hit to left should score. 1-1. One one. That pitch fouled over the... Visitor side dugout down the first base side and out of play. And the count goes one and two. Fincham way behind on that fastball. Ulrich has not even messed around with the breaking stuff over the last two batters. Once the Taylor got the second, she's just amped up the fastball. And the one-two pitch to the plate. Swung on and missed strike three. She went with a high heater. Yeah, really good. Like I said, uh, came back there with... Uh, basically four straight fastballs and was able to get a strikeout. So once we got the runner at second, she really amped it up and uh, went after the hitters, um, getting two strikeouts there for Alma. Well, now heading to the mound for a conference is head coach Denny Griffin in his 33rd year. Scheduled to hit right now is Hodge. And Hodge will be the batter. But Denny Griffin is out talking to his entire infield, and the home plate umpire has gone out to see what Griffin wants to do, and now they will walk back towards the home plate together. <laughs> Those dinner reservations have to be made. Yeah, I was going to say, uh, I'm not sure there's much to talk about here, especially coming off the two strikeouts. Uh, runner at second obviously has some speed. He's got a little bit of speed at, uh, at the plate, but uh, you're going to play normal depth here as a defense. I'm not really sure what that conversation would be about. Boy, the Lions really need a big two-out hit here. Maya Hodge, the freshman second baseman, 0-for-1 in the ball game, and that pitch is a called strike over the inside corner. Taylor is at second base as a pinch runner and then went to second. On the throw down the right field side. The 0-1 pitch swung on and it gets past the catcher. Decro and taking third is Taylor. Yeah, and that's the first wild pitch uh, for almost pitcher. And Taylor is able to move up to third. So now we're 60 feet away. Uh, still two outs here. So a uh, wild pitch, a base hit, anything here to score the run for the mount to tie this game up late here in the, in the bottom of the fifth. One and one the count to Hodge. That pitch is uh, called strike at the knees. One and two the count now. Lang is on deck. Taylor at third with the tying run here in the bottom of the fifth inning. The outs remaining are dwindling for the mound. Two down here in the fifth. And the one-two pitch swung on. Blooped into center field and coming over the center fielder, Camby. And she grabs it for the third out of the inning. So the Lions... Put something together, but cannot get the run across. They gave up no runs on, no base hits, just a walk, and they leave a runner on, and we head to the sixth. It's still Alma 1, In the, the Mount, the fifth, nothing on UltimateSportsTalk.com. Social media has exploded over the years. The way we interact, receive news, and comment with everything has changed in this decade, and Twitter is where people usually discover what's happening. This is Dave Mitchell. With over 500 million tweets being sent each day, hundreds of millions of people are exploring links, articles, retweets, trends, and moments to find out what's new. 
Businesses strengthen their brands, friends promote themselves, and some just want more followers and likes. I just want to hear from you. Before, during, or after, send me your comments about the game to my Twitter, OHBBCohost. That's O-H-B-B-C-O-H-O-S-T. I hope to hear from you soon. That's OHBBCohost. Well, it's one nothing as we head into the top half of the sixth inning, and Lions needed a big two-out hit there, Chris, but just couldn't come up with it. Yeah, great jump by the center fielder there. Uh, off the bat, it looked like he was going to get down in the uh, in the gap, but center fielder made a great jump, was able to make a play, and uh, really impressive by Alma uh, to get a runner on second, no outs, pitcher buckled down, two strikeouts, and then a hard hit ball into the gap with the center fielder helping her out with the third out. So. Uh, Really impressed right there by almost defense to get out of that inning unscathed. So Sarah Miller will come out for her sixth inning of work. She had come into this ball game throwing just 22 and a third innings. It is one nothing Alma on top of it, and they've got the two, three, and four hitters coming up: Fleming, Terwilliger, and Deckrow. Fleming has doubled. In the only run of the ball game, and struck out, so she is one for two. And the first pitch of the inning is a called strike. Owen won the count. Fincham playing wide to the bag at third. Now she moves over closer to the line. Gabbard near the bag at first, but playing in front of it. And the 0-1 pitch to the plate is a called strike two over the inside part. Miller has done a good job, Chris, of moving the ball in and out, in and out. Yeah, she's 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 hitting her spots, moving in and out again. She's ahead again, 0-2. So, uh, got a couple pitches here that you know we can maybe go low, see if she can chase something here. That pitch is swung on and lined in the center field, just over the outstretched glove of Aaliyah Tucker. Looked like that ball was just over the plate a little bit. Uh, looked like a miss on an 0-2 pitch that just hung over the plate just a little bit and actually turned into a base hit in the center field. So a runner on, nobody out. Terwilliger is up now. And Denny Griffin is going to come in, and it looks like he's going to make a change at, I'm not sure where, but because nobody seems to be preparing to run at first base. And Terwilliger is the on-deck hitter. Now comes the runner at first base. and She is pretty gleeful to be put on first base. Yeah, good to see the excitement. Uh, like Jessica you said, Eva. <laughs> good to be back out here. And, and Like I said, both dugouts have been really into this game as far as the excitement and, and getting after it. So you can really tell the athletes are just excited to be out here playing. And, uh, and we're excited to be able to call the game. And everybody, like you said, socially distancing out here down on left field line. So yep. it's been a really good day so far. Terwilliger is one for two in the ball game. And that pitch is swung on and grounded wide of the mound. But picked up by Miller. Throws to first base in time. And the throw back to second base is not in time. As rounding second was Eva, and she got back just in time on a nice play by Hodge to cover first and then alertly throw it to second base. Yeah, really nice play by Sarah to cover the bunt. Hodge covers first there. Not sure what the runner was doing going around second like that, but uh, almost got her. Good throw by Hodge, and Tucker just missed the tag. So that brings up Decro. 
with one down runner at second base. Decro 0 for 2 in the ballgame. Eva is at second base now. One away here in the sixth inning. And that pitch is a called strike. Well, one thing I've noticed sitting right behind the home plate umpire here this afternoon, Chris, is that he has got a wide strike zone on the inside corner, but not very forgiving on the outside. Yeah, I agree. Uh, he's given the inside pitch outside is uh, here and there, but uh, pretty consistent on the day for, for the umpire. That pitch swung on and grounded wide of third and foul. Hard hit ball down the third base line, so uh, caught a break there by that catching out in the foul territory. That would have scored a run if that is fair down the third base line. So got to work here. Uh, we got a runner on second with one out, so need to work here to get out of this inning and keep it a one-score game. Falachek is on deck. 0-2 the count. Now to deck row with a runner at second and Eva. And the no-ball two-strike. Pitch swung on and lined into left field for a base hit. Otto will come in and grab it, and holding a third base will be Eva. And a first base is Decro after her first hit of the ball game. Yeah, and that's two base hits here for Alma with 0-2 counts. Um, so it looks like that one was very similar to the first hit. Uh, just stayed maybe just enough up into the zone. Um, was able to get a base hit there. So two hits off 0-2 counts for Alma here, and they got them at the corners with one out here in the top of the six. Yep, one away, one nothing. Beth Goddard goes out to talk to her pitcher, Sarah Miller. When you go into a doubleheader like this, do you have any plan as far as the pitching and, and what it is that you're going to do when you've got to take a pitcher out, or what do you do in this situation? Yes, I mean, we've got Sarah here, obviously, throwing a good game. She's in a little bit of a jam here, so you just hope that she can work to get out of this um, without giving up a run. Maybe we can get a double play here. Uh one obviously probably going to start Cam McCool the second game, so that leaves Gracie uh, Smith there available to possibly come in. I can't see down into the bullpen, but I would assume Gracie and Cam are both getting loose just in case um, we are unfortunate to get out of this inning. So we'll kind of see how it plays out. So Decro is at first, Eva at third, one away. And Filetchek squares the butt, bumps it right out in front of the plate. Miller has no place to go. Coming home to score is Eva on the bunt. Miller came in, picked it up right in front of the plate, did not throw it home, and Hodge was covering second. Nobody was left covering first. Yeah, really nice bunt for Alma there. Looks like they got the sack. uh, uh, Sorry, they got the uh, squeeze bunt down. Uh, Runner timed it just enough. Looked like there could have been a play at the plate, but uh, just a quick hesitation, unable to get the play at the plate. And like you said, nobody covering first, so just nowhere to go with the ball there. So uh, Alma obviously takes a 2 nothing lead. Runners at first and second with one out, and uh, got something going here in the sixth. And Hannah Camby will replace Belichick at first base as the runner. Second time she has been issued as the pitch runner here today. Haley Ulrich. Haley Ulrich is the batter. Still one away, but it's now a 2-0 on the lead. Miller with runners at first and second. Decro at second, Camby at first, and the pitch to the plate. Swung on, lined out into center field, and it'll go up against the fence. Woodyard will play it off the wall. Coming home to score is Camby and Decro, and it is now, or check that, just Decro. Camby goes to third, and it is now a 3-0 ball game. Yeah, just a hard hit ball off the wall. Uh, 
nothing that the center fielder could have done. Just uh, one hopped off the wall, was able to get a double and drive in a run, and now we've got runners second and the third, one out, and almost extends the lead to three nothing. Um, so now it is three nothing. Runner at third base is Camby, and the runner at second base is Ulrich, and that brings up Coots. Coots with an RBI so far this year takes that pitch over the outside corner for a call strike. She has struck out and flied to left here this afternoon. Three hits in the inning for Ama. And two runs scored. Giving them a three-zip lead. Now Coots wants Denny Griffin to go back through the signs. And he does. Miller struggling to get out of this seventh inning or sixth inning. The fifth inning was a breeze. This inning has been anything but. That pitch is lined foul down the left field line. Yeah, struggling a little bit. Like I said, we go back to the 0-2 count. Two base hits off 0-2 counts, and then obviously the ball off the wall there. Um, just hard hit balls. Almost been hitting the ball hard, even in foul territory. Hard hit. Uh, good at bats for them. And like you said. Uh, Sarah's struggling a little bit here in the sixth, uh, coming off that fifth inning. Miller, the 0-2 pitch to the plate, is swung on, popped into left field. Otto goes back, now comes in in front of the warning track, grabs it. She'll throw it to the cutoff man, Tucker, and coming home to score is Camby, and that makes it 4 nothing. So the sacrifice fly... Proves effective. Brings home the runner from third in Camby. Ulrich remains at second base. Three runs here in the inning. And it brings up Solomon to the plate. Solomon. Pitches and the ball is blooped down the left field line, but Otto moves over. In foul territory, right on the line. Grabs it for the third out of the inning. But in the inning... It proved successful for Alma. They picked up three runs in the inning on four base hits and left one man on base. Your score as we head to the bottom of the sixth. Alma four and the mound nothing. What do you wish for? A nice life? Nice things? Or do you wish for something more? A sense of purpose. Do you wish to discover a cure? To write code that cracks an unsolvable question? To further our exploration into space? Or to invent something that changes everything right here on Earth? Well, if that's your wish, make yourself ready. Because when you look back, you'll see that you didn't just make wishes. You realize them. Big inning for Alma. They score three runs, take a 4 nothing lead, heading into the bottom of the sixth inning. And their pitcher here this afternoon... Haley Ulrich, boy, she has been outstanding. Outstanding performance by her. Again, like you said, shutout, ba- uh, shutout softball going into the bottom of the sixth. Uh, 
really only had that one threat there with the uh, wild throw down to first that got the runner to second. But outside of that, she's been outstanding. See if she can finish it out for Alma. See if the mound can get something going here with Lang. And then we're back up to the top of the lineup. So if we can get a base runner here, maybe we can get something going. Well, the Lions have had only one hit, and that belongs to Lang, who's leading it off. Ulrich has faced two over the minimum. It is 4-0 Alma here in the bottom of the sixth. Lions have six outs remaining. And Lang bunts it out in front of the plate, picked up by Miller, throw to first base in time, just in time to get the speedy Lang. We've had a lot of close calls on the uh, on the base passes today, Dave. I don't know. Some have went uh, Alma's way. I think most of them have, but they've been close. Um, we'll just leave it at that. But uh, a good bunt there by Lang. Again, using her speed to get down the baseline, and it was awful close down there at first. Aaliyah Tucker, then Otto in the hole. Tucker in the ball game, 0 for 2. And that pitch swung on and flied out into right field. Griffin comes over to her right and grabs it in medium right field. And that is two away. Lions jumping right on the first pitch. So two down in the inning, and it brings up Brooke Otto. Otto is grounded to third and second in the ball game, 0 for 2. Griffin. Excuse me, Ulrich. Rocking into the motion, and the... Two out pitch to the plate is a changeup down low. One another count. Our next broadcast game will be coming up next Saturday at home football at Schuler Field against Rose Holman. That game will get underway at 1.30. We'll be on at 1 o'clock. That pitch is a strike called at the belt over the inside part of the plate. One and one the count. It's funny to sit there and think of playing football in the spring. It's almost like the USFL. That pitch is high and outside. Gets by the catcher deck row to the screen. Two and one. Yeah, Dave, I was just getting ready to ask you. Preparing for football in the spring, that's a little different, but uh, with the times that we're working with right now, uh, just for them to be able to get out and get some games in is definitely going to be a good yeah. thing. Two and other count. Ulrich into the, mon- into the wind. And the 2-0 pitch swung on and grounded and short. Coming in through Williger. Throws across in time. And that'll do it. As Otto grounds out another 1-2-3 inning for the Lions. As we head to the seventh inning, it's Alma 4. Mount St. Joseph nothing on UltimateSportsTalk.com. Stay up to date with all your sports information on UltimateSportsTalk.com. Mount St. Joseph University and Roger Bacon High School Sports. Talk about the Cincinnati Reds and Cleveland Indians on the Ohio Baseball Weekly Show every Monday night at 9 during the baseball season. Minute by Bennett scores, opinion articles, stories from the pros, college, and high school levels, including the WWE, MMA, and UFC. Increase your workout level and tickets to any sporting event all in one spot. Check out UltimateSportsTalk.com every day for your sports fix. As the executive producer of the documentary film, The Seaworth, I've learned the importance of breakthrough approaches to treating cancer. A breakthrough is the start of something extraordinary. To be breakthrough is to be brave. Many small breakthroughs can lead inevitably to a big breakthrough. The kinds of breakthroughs that advance the fight against cancer. 
and the ones that save lives by the millions. You are the breakthrough. You the patients taking part in clinical trials. You the scientists doing next level research to beat cancer. You the doctors and nurses who tirelessly care for everyone along the way. Defeating cancer takes breakthroughs. Let's be the breakthrough. Talk to your doctor about screenings, medical trials, and especially prevention. Stand up to cancer. Griffin will lead it off for Alma here in the top of the seventh inning. It's Griffin, then back Leading to the top of the, the order, Frazier and Fleming. Sarah Miller staying in to pitch here this afternoon. And the first pitch of the seventh inning rocks into the motion, and that pitch is a called strike right over the center of the plate. Owen on the count. Griffin has fouled out, doubled, and scored a run. And the 0-1 pitch to the plate as Miller checks her wristband to get the sign. And that pitch is swung on and lined to third where Fincham just takes it to her left for the first out of the inning. Yeah, good play by Casey. Uh, hard hit ball. She moves to the left and picks it up. So really good. Uh, glad to see her making those plays, especially young, early in her career, just trying to get used to playing the corner at the college level. Frazier 0 for 3 in the ball game. Flied to right, grounded to first, and also grounded out to second. Left-handed batter. And that pitch is a called strike over the outside corner. Owen won the count. One down here in the seventh. Frazier left-handed batter. Open stands. And that pitch is taken low and outside for a ball. We will not be doing the second game. But to answer your question about football, I was lost in the fall. <laughs> yeah, it was a little different with the division. At least you oh. had uh, at least you had NFL in the in the division one. But again, you're normally used to that fall schedule for you. So yeah, swung on line in the right field and deep, and it is gone. Boy, Frazier got all of that one. That's her first home run of the season. And it is 5-0 Alma on this single home run. Yeah, really impressed with Alma. Like I said, third game coming in. Uh, they're hitting the ball well. I think they had 13 hits yesterday against Franklin in the second game. So that looks like it's carried over. It took them late into this game to get going. But uh, here in the sixth and seventh inning, they've they've definitely hit the ball hard and, and obviously put up some runs here against the Mount. 5 nothing, Alma, and Hannah Fleming is up now. She's two for three in the ball game, a single, a double, and a strikeout. She's had a good game here today against Sarah Miller, and that pitch swung on and fouled up the third base side, but Fincham comes over. A couple of steps in foul territory in front of the bag to grab it for the second out of the inning. And it brings up Ter Williger. Ter Williger, 0 for 2 in the ball game, a single, a sacrifice, and grounded out to third. Nobody on, 5 nothing, Alma. Here in the top of the seventh inning, two down, and that's a called strike at the knees.
on deck is Decro, the catcher. Owen won the count, and that pitch is inside. If Miller can get through this inning, Chris, just how much does that help them out that they didn't have to go to their bullpen in this game? Yeah, it helps big time. Uh, like you said, we have Cam McCool starting. Uh, obviously, she's had a really good year to start the year out. Uh, I want to say she's averaging nine or ten strikeouts a game. So, um. Swung on, popped up to short. Tucker goes back in the outfield grass, a step back, grabs it, and that'll do it for Alma here in this seventh inning of play. And as we head to the bottom of the seventh, Alma three outs away from a victory. It is now 5 nothing Scots on UltimateSportsTalk.com. Ever think of light bulbs as being cool? They are if you choose energy-efficient bulbs and fixtures that have earned the government's Energy Star label. They're so hot, they're cool. Because they burn cooled and last up to ten times longer, you save money and oodles of energy. Change a light, help the environment, Save some green. The solution is as close as your nearest lamp socket. Brighten your environmental future. From the U.S. Environmental Protection Agency. Welcome to today's game. This is Paul Keels, and you know how much I love broadcasting the podcast, but I also love high school sports. On behalf of the OHSAA, let's all do our part to set a good example and make this a fun and safe experience for the kids involved. I know this game means so much to the players, coaches, and fans, but high school sports are about much more than the wins and losses. They teach life lessons that will be with the players long after their playing days are over. Good luck to both teams, and remember to respect the game. Well, Ulrich coming out to go for the complete game here this afternoon as she heads into the seventh inning with a 5 nothing lead. And for the mount, they've got Ivers, Miller, and Woodyard. The middle three in their batting order, three, four, and five. Leading off for the Lions, the catcher, number 18, Elizabeth Ivers. Ivers. 0 for 2 in the ball game. Ulrich has pitched a gem. She has really been on her game here this afternoon. And the first pitch of the inning is a sinker down low, but caught it at the knees over the inside part of the plate. Owen won the count. And the 0-1 pitch to the plate. That pitch is down low. Decker scooping it out of the dirt. One ball, one strike. Two Ivers, and the pitch swung on and missed. One and two. Boy, when Ulrich wants... She can really rear back and throw the fastball. Oh, yeah, yeah. She's She's got some high velocity to her, and late in the game like that, she's still bringing it. So uh, that's really impressive. Uh, this late in the game, shutout inning, or shutout going, pitching at a high, high speed. Pitch swung on and missed on a nice curveball over the outside part of the plate. Ivers couldn't catch up with it. Now hitting the pitcher, number three. Sarah Miller. That is the fifth K of the ball game. Registered by Ulrich. And Miller comes up to the plate. Miller 
was one of those strikeout victims. She's 0 for 2 in the ballgame. Ulrich rocks into the motion, and the pitch is up high, ball one. Pitch is a called strike at the knees. So Miller, even in the count, one and one with one down here. In the bottom of the seventh inning. Ulrich into the motion. The pitch swung on and blooped into right center, right fielding. Comes in and it gets by the right fielder for a base hit. Griffin overplayed it. It got by her and going into second base with a double will be Sarah Miller. Yeah, it looks like the right fielder just came in a little too quick. Didn't play the bounce off the turf. Uh, no, looks like it bounced right up over her glove, and Miller was able to advance to second. Seven, Gracie Woodyard will now be the hitter. And, yeah, no, while we have a minute here, it looks like we're getting a pinch runner for the Mount. Uh, again, just wanted to thank the um, Mount St. Joe University, Dr. Williams, and uh, Jeff Briggs for coming out today and doing the ribbon ceremony on the new turf. Um, a really big day for the Mount. Uh, softball program today with um, everything going on, being able to open up this new facility. Uh, it's, it's really exciting, and the program's really going in a, in a really good direction. So just wanted to thank the university, thank the fans, and uh, Dave, thanks for you know coming out and broadcasting this first game home opener oh, we'll here in 2021. <laughs> but you're welcome. This has been fun, even though it has not so far been up to what the Lions like. Alyssa Whitmer from Westchester, Lakota West High School, sophomore, is running at second base for Miller. And that pitch to Woodyard is swung on and fouled back up against the screen. 0-1 the count. Gabbard is on deck. So Miller got the double. And Whitmer is running for her at second base. Ulrich. Throws that pitch outside. And the count evens up at one and one. Woodyard with a walk and a ground out. Swung on and missed. One and two the count. Woodyard 0 for 1 on the afternoon. She walked, and then the pinch runner got all the way around to third base, but could not come home to score. And the 1-2 pitch to the plate, that's high and outside for a ball. Two and two the count. Can't ask for a better day. You could. Could ask for 70 degrees, but... Yeah, a little warmer, but uh, sunny. Yeah. It's, it's reasonable. I've seen some people with some jackets and blankets on, but maybe we've got people spread out. I'm looking over... Two and two. Grounder right back to the mound. Oler grabs it, looks the runner back at second, and throws to first in time. So there are two down. And staying at first base is... Or at second base is Whitmer. And the last chance for the Lions, the for the Lions is Rachel Gabbard. Rachel Gabbard. 
But yeah, wonderful day out. We've got folks out uh, behind the batting cages and left. We've got the whole left side of the uh, left field line is packed with fans. So again, thanks for the Mount uh, support. The fans coming out on this beautiful day and, and supporting the Mount softball. Gabbard swung and fouled that one straight back and out of play. Yeah, I've been watching those guys out in left field. I think they've got us on Ultimate Sports Talk because they've... Yeah, I think they're waving at us. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> at least I thought they were at one point in time. I could be wrong. Owen won the count. And the pitch to the plate is down low. One and one. To Gabbard. Fincham is on deck if the Lions can keep this one alive. And the 1-1 pitch to the plate is a check swing down low. 2-1 and one the count. Two balls, one strike, two down. 5 nothing Alma. And the pitch swung on and fouled back over the Alma dugout and out of play. <laughs> woman walking in from outside. I think she heard the ball and started running right towards us. She'll chase it down. So the count, two and two, and the pitch to the plate, just outside for a ball. Three and two. So Whitmer still at second base. In a 5-0 ball game, bottom of the 7th, Ulrich a strike away from finishing this one off. And the pitch to the plate swung out, fouled straight back over our heads and out of play. And the count remains, 3-2. and two. Woodyard, excuse me, Gabbard, fighting that pitch off, and the count stays 3-2. and two. Ulrich looks in for the sign. And the payoff pitch to the plate is swung on and lined into center field for a base hit. Whitmer's going to round third and come home to score on the RBI single by Rachel Gabbard. It's 5-1 to one, Alma. Really good at bat there for Gabbard. Uh, got it to a full count, fouled a couple pitches off, uh, and really stayed locked in. You know, it's a 5 nothing game. She stays locked in, two outs, uh, and, and gets a base hit and gets the amount on the board. Here we are, 5-1, to one, runner on first, and uh, Casey Fincham coming up for us. Just the second hit of the ball game by the mount. That was the first solid single. The other hit was an infield single by Lang. Pinch hitting for the Lions is number six, Casey Bramble. And now we've got a pinch hitter for the Lions, and that's going to be Casey Bramble. Bramble, a sophomore out of Lakota West, Westchester High School. Well, you look down this roster that the mount has got. A lot of Lakota West, a lot of Brookville, Indiana players from Franklin County, a lot of Cincinnati players. They stay right in the area to bring in players. Yeah, we uh, the Indy area is a big area for the Mount, uh, and, and like you said, the Ohio area is big too. So, a um, lot of lot of kids from that area that come in, and we go in and work camps and, and recruit in that area. So, a lot of talent there, uh, but you're competing with a lot of other schools in that area. But uh, a lot of talent in the Indy, and, and right here in, in Ohio, we got some talent too. And then. Uh, Ivers is from uh, Kentucky, so you, you got a couple different folks. We've got one from Oregon. We got a girl from out west in Oregon, so uh, kind of hitting all little different spots in the recruiting area. Bramble is running at first base. Excuse me, she's not the pinch hitter. 
And that pitch is up high and away, 2-0, to the hitter, Casey Fincham. So Bramble at first base. Still two down. It's a 5-1 to one Alma lead. Ulrich trying to get through it. And that pitch is swung under foul down the right field line and out of play. Boy, Bramble had a nice jump at first base. And the count goes 2-1. and one. On deck is Hodge. Fincham 0 for 2 in the ballgame today with a strikeout. And the 2-1 pitch to the plate. That pitch swung on and blew to second. Bounces in front of the second baseman. Counts, throws to first base in time. And that will be the end of the ballgame. So Fincham grounds out to second base. Lions get a run, but in the inning... They end up with just one hit, one run, and your final score here this afternoon, Alma 5, Mount 1 in the first game of this doubleheader. We'll be back to wrap things up with Chris and I right after this timeout. Now on the Mount St. Joseph campus, it's the Roar Store. Located in the Harrington Center, the Roar Store is designed to meet the needs of our students, like when you need a textbook. Students can order books exclusively online that they can pick up at the Roar Store through our new eCampus site. eCampus includes two different shipping options. Free online shipping to textbook delivery hub located in the Roar Store or delivered to your off-campus residence. The Roar Store in the Harrington Center. The School of Health Sciences at Mount St. Joseph University is a proven leader in healthcare education. The Mount offers bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees in nursing, including a blended online RN to BSN program and the innovative MSN Magellan program. For nearly 100 years, Mount St. Joseph University has produced outstanding healthcare professionals. Learn more at msj.edu slash health sciences. Life should be enjoyed, so get up and start. At Iron Sharpens Iron Personal Training, they develop a healthy relationship with you and provide a positive, encouraging environment to train. The staff at Iron Sharpens Iron will set up a personal training system that fits you and you alone, and your first session is free. Are you ready to have fun and get in shape? Iron Sharpens Iron serves the greater Cincinnati area. Check them out at isi-pt.com. That's isi-pt.com. Or call them today at 513-748-1538. Well, just an outstanding ball game here this afternoon by Ulrich here today, Chris. Ulrich was outstanding. Haley Ulrich did a great job on the mound here this afternoon and, and really shut down the mound bats, giving up just two hits in the ball game. One, a clean single to center. The second one, or the first hit, was actually just an infield single. Yeah, I thought she did a really good job. Uh, commanded the game, started out strong, finished strong. Like we both said in the seventh, she was still bringing high velocity late in the game. So I thought she really controlled the game. Obviously, the mount with only uh, two hits, one run. Um, so she did a really outstanding job on the mound today for Alma. For the final line score, Sarah Miller this afternoon took her second defeat of the season. She's now one and two on the year. Ulrich now. 1 and 0 on the season. Alma now goes to 2 and 1 overall on the year while the Lions fall to 4 and 5. Game 2 of this doubleheader will be coming up here in about a half an hour from Kinder Morgan Field. Your final line score for Alma, 5 runs on 7 hits, 1 error, they left 4 on base. And for the Mount, they had 1 run on 2 hits, no errors and they left 
two women on base here this afternoon. Preview the pitching matchup this afternoon in the second game for the Mount here today, Chris. Yeah, so Cam McCool will start for the second game for the Mount. Uh, she's had a really good uh, couple outings. She started two games so far for the Mount. Um, she also plays basketball for the Mount, so she came in uh, a little bit kind of straight from basketball into the Alabama trip. So um, getting her third start of the year today, uh, averaging nine or ten strikeouts, um, Really good command, really good velocity, moves the ball from inside out, keeps it uh, uh, hitters on uh, kind of guessing here and there. So really good, uh, if kind of guessing here and there. So really good 